1: This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 980, The Case Against Fancy Toilet Paper, and The Creeping Definition of Debt, both by Alain Massicotte of freetopursue.com. And I'm Dan, I'm here each and every day reading to you from some of the best blogs on personal finance, and that is every day, including holidays. And you may not know that this is actually just one podcast in our network. We've got five narration-style shows just like this one, you just have to search for Optimal Living Daily in your favorite podcast app to find all of the shows. Now let's get right to it as we optimize your life. The Case Against Fancy Toilet Paper by Alain Massicott of freetopursue.com I'm continuously fascinated by how fortunate we are to live in the time we live in, to be living the way we live, and to think and behave the way we do as a result. I often feel like a kid the way I observe things and people around me, including myself. Most of us don't worry about basic comforts. We live in climate-controlled environments. We have appliances that help us prepare our food and keep it from spoiling, others to wash our clothes, and others still to entertain us. We have many means of transportation available to get us where we want to go. We can go out and buy the food, clothing, and any other material goods we want. And it's all wonderful as long as we remember to notice but we often don't. So much of what we use today was not available one, two, three, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 100 years ago or more. But how often do we stop to appreciate what human innovation has made available to us? Nearly every basic and not so basic desire is available and ever increasingly affordable and convenient to get and use. How often do we stand in awe of our running water, our paved roads, our homes, our many communication services, even of our ease in heating or cooling our homes and offices, how often do we think about just what it takes to make a car available for us to drive, a computer for us to use? Not often enough. I'm ashamed I used to be blind to much of it, too busy with my life and my priorities to take a moment and appreciate just about everything I have access to. Worse yet, I'm ashamed of how often I've felt entitled to these things, as though they constitute a birthright despite the reality that all I did was be one of the lucky winners of the birth lottery, born at the right time, in the right place, to the right people and circumstances. While I'm pleased at my continued awe at the water that comes out of the faucet every morning, I find I need to work to sustain my attention toward just how great things and services available to me are, even when life throws me a curveball, or two or three. How do I stay thankful? By going without from time to time. I'm more grateful for what I'm coming to take for granted when I take a holiday from using it. For example, I'll take a holiday from my favorite shampoo by using a cheaper or no-name brand, my bathtub by taking showers instead, our car by walking, biking, or taking public transportation, heating or cooling by using less of these or by turning them off completely and experiencing the changing daily nightly temperatures, a glass of wine in the evening, going for tea instead, my computer and smartphone, by picking up a book instead. And yes, even swapping out fancy toilet paper for the cheapest stuff available as a reminder that my grandmother used to use pages from the Sears catalog or old newspapers when she visited the outhouse as a young girl. These holidays from 21st century luxuries keep me grounded, reminding me that I'd be fine without them and to be grateful that I have access to them when and if I so choose. I find these holidays also make me more patient and understanding when things don't go quite as planned. The Creeping Definition of Debt by Ellen Massicotte of freetopursue.com What's your definition of debt? Apparently, some Canadians with $50,000 or more in yearly income don't consider their mortgage or car payments as debt. Say what? No, I'm not kidding. Here's an article about it which appeared in the Globe and Mail Online on December 1st, 2014. Quote, one quarter of 2,373 respondents said they don't consider their mortgage or vehicle loans to be part of their debt, a sign that not everyone shares the same definition of what debt-free means, End quote. The quote, which was offered more as a by-the-way comment than the central theme of the article, points to a serious perception problem. A number of thoughts ran through my head when I read it, including. The marketers and the bankers have won. Having debt in the form of a mortgage and a car payment is the new normal. Credit cards, payday loans, gambling debts, and other unsecured loans are the only real debt now? Really? If debt of any type is no longer counted as debt, what now counts as savings? I'm not sure I want the answer to that one. It might be even scarier. Good debt versus bad debt. We've all heard the terms good debt and bad debt. Often our mortgage and our student loans fall under good, because of the future potential they represent, and everything else, car loan, credit cards, lines of credit, and other debt, would be considered bad. To me, it's all bad, just different shades of gray, really. I don't say I agree necessarily with the categorization of debt as good or bad because it's too black and white, but I would say that debt is on somewhat of a continuum, from least egregious, mortgage, to most egregious, payday loans. And the less you have, preferably none, is the only acceptable place to be in the long run. Unfortunately, it looks like ever fewer of us will reach this state if perceptions keep moving in the wrong direction. What changing perceptions means for Canadians. If Canadian consumers' view on debt has softened considerably, it's now downright squishy. It can only mean that more individuals consider perpetual bondage as acceptable or even the norm. Fewer individuals will be truly debt-free when entering retirement. Fewer individuals will ever understand what it feels like to have no one to answer to. More individuals will have their standard of living affected by changing interest rates, and we're likely to see some carnage when interest rates rise, as they inevitably will. There will be more foreclosures, more bankruptcies, more sadness, and despair. More individuals will be vulnerable to changes in life circumstances, job loss, loss of a spouse, illness, or long-term disability. What an awful position to put ourselves in as a nation. This is as far away from living the good life as you can get. Not surprisingly, the article left me feeling empty, feeling somewhat desperate. I almost wish I hadn't read the article to tell you the truth. It even made me want to figure out how to save more, how to eschew spending more, as though it would somehow stem the tide. What's your definition of debt? You just listened to the posts titled The Case Against Fancy Toilet Paper and The Creeping Definition of Debt, both by Alain Massicott of freetopursue.com.
0: If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable.
1: And that'll do it for today. Episode 980 of Optimal Finance Daily is now in the books, if you can believe it. Thank you so much for continuing to listen and hope you have a great start to your weekend. I will see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.